The Word of God penned thousands of years ago has the answers to all of life's questions and the solutions to all of its problems, big and small. Are you ready for absolute truth? Are you ready to be born a second time, this time of the Spirit? Are you ready for your solutions? We've got good news for you. Today is your day of salvation. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said Psalms 19 verses 9 and 10. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. God said Psalms 119 verse 160, Thy word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. God said Revelation 16 verse 7, And I heard another out of the altar say, Even so, Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are thy judgments. Man said the Bible and its historical record are not to be taken literally. Now the record. God said man said is a four-step proof text. On the navigation bar on your left, the first category is archaeology. Inside this category, you'll find discoveries, of course, from the field of archaeology, as well as the fields of paleontology and ancient history, all of which certify the indelible accuracy of the Bible. The Word of God is an inerrant record of all things that it chooses to address. God said, man said, lays out proofs beyond any reasonable doubt, beginning with the beginning. Today, there are 405 feature subjects on this website that prove the glorious veracity of the Word of God. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, the number of subjects grows by one. These subjects are archived in text and streaming audio, available free to all. Welcome to God Said, Man Said. We're so glad you've come. May the face of the Lord shine upon you with light and truth. Why all the denial? When the accuracy of the Word of God is lifted up, an entire cadre of anti-gods and partializers stands up to challenge and to jeer from the sidelines. Such a demonstration of foolishness. Why do Satan and his ministers so vociferously deny Abraham and his son Isaac, Israel and Egypt's bondage, Moses and the parting of the Red Sea, and God's historic record of the Jewish people? Could it be because these biblical declarations are from the one and only true God, and that by him Abraham and Israel were chosen to usher into the world of doom the Savior, the Messiah, the Christ, the destroyer of all of Satan's strongholds? Why do Satan and his ministers so vociferously deny the glorious reign of King David, even some questioning whether he ever lived, and his son Solomon? Could it be because these biblical declarations are from the one and only true God, and that by him David, whose name is declared in the Bible over 1,000 times, was chosen as the direct lineage by which the King of Glory, the destroyer of Satan's strongholds, would appear? Matthew 1.1 1, 1 reads, The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Why do Satan and his ministers so vociferously deny the inerrant word of God? Could it be because these words of absolute truth are the first voice, the voice of paradise that spoke in the Garden of Eden? Could it be because the word of God is represented in Jesus Christ himself, Jesus Christ, the destroyer of Satan's strongholds? Revelation 19, verses 11 through 13, And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. 
and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he doth doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself, and he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Satan and his ministers will continue to deny because that is what they do. God will continue to be God because that is who he is. Day after day, new info pours in that denies the skeptics a shred of cover. Those who challenge the accuracy of the scriptures are naked and exposed. Yet they continue to parade around like the proverbial emperor who had no clothes. The headline in one of Israel's premier newspapers, the Jerusalem Post, reads, Dr. Eilat Mazur, The Bible as Blueprint. A few excerpts follow from the October 2008 article. She has been at the forefront of a series of back-to-back Jerusalem archaeological finds, including what she believes is the biblical palace of King David, a discovery which led her to international prominence. She has also been at the epicenter of a public campaign against the Islamic destruction of antiquities on the Temple Mount and has repeatedly and unflinchingly criticized and clashed with the Israel Antiquities Authority for overlooking and turning a blind eye to the past discretion of Judaism's holiest site, which has earned her the reputation of something of a black sheep in the local archaeological world. Over the last several years, her ongoing dig in the city of David, just outside the walls of the old city, has proven to be a treasure trove. In addition to the potential biblical palace, which has been dubbed as the find of the century by some, and dismissed by others in the bitterly competitive local archaeological community, Mazur has discovered two seal impressions belonging to ministers of King Zedekiah, which date back 2,600 years, as well as the remnants of a wall from the time of Nehemiah. Mazur, who is both revered and reviled by some of her colleagues for being a biblical archaeologist, says that the Bible is unquestionably the most important historical source for her work, since it contains a genuine historical account of the past. I work with the Bible in one hand and the tools of excavation in the other, she says. The Bible is the most important historical source. End of quote. The publication Science News would by no means be considered a publication that favors the God of the Bible. But the headline of the November 22, 2008 article that was touted on the cover of that issue reads, David, Solomon, may have been kings of copper. The subhead reads, Ancient site could unite archaeology biblical accounts. The following excerpts are from that feature. New finds among the remnants of a settlement in southern Jordan show that a copper-producing society existed there 3,000 years ago, about 300 years earlier than many archaeologists had assumed, according to an international research team. The site's revised age raises the controversial possibility that in line with Old Testament accounts, Israel's King David and his son Solomon controlled copper production in southern Jordan, says the archaeologist and team leader Thomas Levy of the University of California, San Diego. A long-disputed claim that King Solomon's copper mines were located near the Jordanian site must now be taken seriously, the investigators report in the October 28 proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. We have conclusively shown 
that industrial-scale copper production occurred at this site in the 10th and 9th centuries B.C., which resonates with Old Testament descriptions of vibrant, complex societies in the same area at that time, Levi says. In calling for a new dialogue between scientific dating techniques and historic sources, especially the Bible, these new results support the possibility that Solomon's mines in the region near the Dead Sea may be dated to the 10th or 9th centuries B.C., says archaeologist Eric Myers of Duke University in Dorm, North Carolina, end of quote. The following passage is from Archaeology and Bible History. Solomon's wisdom is also reflected in the discoveries made in the excavation of Ezion Geber, where the Israelite king established a seaport on the north end of the Red Sea, 1 Kings chapter 9, verse 26. If the site of Ezion Geber had been shifted a mile to the east or to the west, the prevailing north wind of this region would have been avoided. But the town site was so fixed that the constant wind furnished a forced draft through the flues of the copper smelting furnaces, a clear indication of Solomon's wise planning. The wealth of Solomon is reflected in the Queen of Sheba's exclamation, Thy wisdom and prosperity exceedeth the fame which I heard, 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 7. And the archaeological discoveries confirm and illuminate the pictures given in the Bible. The excavation of Ezion Gibor, where the principle of the blast furnace was used for refining copper, illuminates a phase of Solomon's activity, which was not formally known. He was a copper magnate. End of quote. God's word is a sure foundation. Build your life upon it. God said, Psalms 19, verses 9 and 10, The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold. Yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. God said, Psalms 119, verse 160, Thy word is true from the beginning, and every one of thy righteous judgments endureth forever. God said, Revelation 16, 7, And I heard another out of the altar say, Even so, Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are thy judgments. Man said, The Bible and its historical record are not to be taken literally. Now you have the record.